Welcome to the Crazy Cool Family Podcast with Don and Suzanne Manning. Parents, what if we could give you the power to transform your family into something absolutely amazing? A family where everyone is healthy, gets along, loves Jesus, and has great purpose in life. Hey, let us flip your thinking to unlock the power God has given you to create your own Crazy Cool Family. Hey, Crazy Cool Parents, welcome to the Weekly Rethink, and guess what, parents? It's almost Christmas. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Yes, and (laughs) our house is beginning to look Yes, slowly but surely, the manger scenes are coming out, the decorations are coming out. My wife loves to decorate for all the different seasons, and we just got a tree last night. Oh, thanks to Don, who picked out the perfect, tall, skinny, beautifully smelling green tree. Yes, and we always get a real one. I don't know whether you guys do, whether you guys get... Uh, real or artificial trees. That's usually a big question for parents as they're establishing their Christmas. Yeah, and so the one of the reasons behind that is because I just love the smell of a fresh Christmas tree. And then storing an artificial one is always a nightmare, and it looks worse and worse each year. So I just like something living that's on its way to dying. <laughs> it's not house. really living. <laughs> yeah. It, it's, it's got its last breath of life exactly. in it before it dies. It after. Just, yeah. Live with it for a month or so. That's right. Um, <laughs> okay. So, but that's not the question we're talking about today. And hey, parents, we're going to talk about a question that we get asked more often than not about Christmas. And it, um, it's really kind of like Halloween. Should we do Halloween? What should we do? And then this question is, is what about Santa? So I so just want to take a minute, yeah. parents, and just warn you that if you listen to the podcast with your kids, then we are going to talk about the history of Santa and where he came from and um, what to do and not to do. So this might not be the podcast that you want to listen to with your kids if you... Um, are playing the Santa game. <laughs> yeah, yes, exactly. And so um, we will give you a chance with this statement to kind of go somewhere else with that, okay? Uh, we're not uh, listening to the Mannings today, kids. That's right, <laughs> exactly. Uh, maybe next week. Um, so, But if your kids are older and they're in on um, the Santa and the world and what is going on, then this might be a great podcast for them to listen to. And so... Yeah, so... When we talked about uh, Santa and how we handled it in our home over the last three decades, um, we really came down to a verse, uh, verses that really uh, what Jesus said that is uh, kind of the theme of what we want to talk about, and then we're going to break some things down. But Jesus basically said that we are to be in the world, but not of the world. He said in, in John 17, he says, my prayer is not that you take them out of the world, but that you protect them from the evil one. Not that Santa Claus is evil necessarily, but, but <laughs> the commercial world definitely there's definitely hijacks some evil the piece of Christmas with that. So yes, and it's, it goes on to say more that they are not of the world, even as I am not of it. Sanctify them by the truth. Your word is truth. As you have sent me into the world, I have sent them into the world. So, you know, with Halloween, Christmas, the Tooth Fairy, the Easter Bunny, all these things. The world is around us. We have been sent into the world. And so, um, you know, God definitely, he commands us really to be, he says, 
as you have commands us to believe in Santa. No, no, he He commands us to be in the world. He says, as as you have sent me into the world, I have sent them into the the them is us, the believers. Right. He has sent us into the world. And so what does it look like as a believer to be in the world and still be a believer and still to be and, and, and yet he also calls us to be separated. And, and he calls us to be different. Right. And he says we are not of this world, that our home is beyond this, that, and we will be strangers in this world. So how do we do that at Christmas? And so we talked about really, we think there's, there's really three ways. There's, there may be nuances of these different ways, but for purposes of the podcast and for purposes of our discussion today, really three ways that you can do Christmas as, as a Christian parent. And, and one of them is is the very, uh, you know, is the more strict approach is to say that we're not going to embrace Santa. We're, we're going to make sure where we never lie to our kids or, you know, right. any kind of false belief or anything. And we're not going to go down that path. And then some parents even embrace it. We're maybe, you know, we don't need to do presents or we need to very do very minimal presents because uh, it, it it's not about that. And they want to run from that. So and, it's almost a rejection of the whole season. Especially the commercialism of it and the Definitely. Santa version of it. Right. And, and, and most of those parents will really embrace Jesus and they're not embracing, they're not rejecting the birth of Jesus on it, obviously. They're, embra- they're rejecting the commercialism of it. Right. How the world says to celebrate Christmas. Yeah. And so, you know, we want to give parents permission to do that. Yeah, we respect and honor that if that's the place where you are. Along with that, though, we invite you in to really, really connect with your kids. Because when we ask our kids to go against what the world is doing, if we don't put a whole bunch of whys in there, we don't put a lot of our explanation, we don't give them understanding so that they too can choose to believe what we believe, then where the rejection comes in for them is it's not the rejection of the holiday or the celebration of the holiday. The rejection actually comes toward us as the parent because it looks like we're preventing them from doing something that they want to do. Yeah, I mean, I think that we've seen parents be successful with this when they are very connection-based because parents, um, when you become judgment-based and, you know, we're not going to do Christmas because all those evil people do it. And, you know, Santa's a fraud and he's a fake and he's lousy. If you start bad-mouthing what all their peers are believing in, yeah, they're not really having any fun. You know, we need to have fun this way and that fun way is not the good way. And it just creates a lot of dissension in the kid's mind. And so how do you so you can still do that. We're not saying don't do that. If that's where God's leading you. Great. But high standards require high relationship. Right. And if you're going to be set apart from the world and you're going to and we believe in being set apart from the world, a crazy cool family, we believe that in many ways and we want our kids to be set apart, but high standards require high relationship. And relationship means that maybe you do things that are, you know, maybe you take a trip as a family 
or maybe you do things that that might be different than you know but different in a good way different in a relational something that's going to be fun for them as well well so when your kids are little it's not going to matter when they're little bitty they're not going to know if santa whatever uh, if santa exists or doesn't exist or whatever that is but as they get older and they see their friends believing in santa or they see that santa brought their friends gifts they're going to question you why didn't santa bring me gifts and they're going to want to know and so i just encourage you parents like i said earlier it's about the why that's how you're going to connect with your kids when it comes to Santa Claus, believing or not believing, is explaining to them your why. And like Don said, as long as it's not laced in judgment and it's just a, this is a decision that we have made as a family, we feel like that God has told us that we are not going to celebrate Christmas in that fashion, then your kids are going to be on board and they're going to support you and love you. So, yeah. Okay. And so we want to kind of summarize that by saying, Hey, if that's where God leads, go for it and do it well. Um, the one and thing then that, try not to judge your friends if they're doing it too. I know right. in the very beginning of our um, journey, we didn't believe in Santa with Molly and had a hard time like not judging my sister, you know. And my sister was like, "Oh, we're gonna we're all in with Santa." And so, anyway, yeah. And so, which kind of leads us segues into the other one, which you know, when Jesus says that we are not to be of the world, we do believe that. On the other side of that, many times we see Christian families that are trying to be different, but yet they also just totally embrace what's happening with the commercialism and the Santa and the presence and really just trying to say, hey, we're going to be, we can be just like the world and still be like Jesus. And really, that's hard to do. And I think that, you know, I personally have trouble even with the, you know, the naughty and nice thing of Christmas. You know, it just brings that, you know, here's this being, and you think about that from the perspective of a four-year-old kid. Right. You know, here's Jolly Santa, this this guy I'm kind of scared of anyway, in the big red suit and <laughs> big old beard, and, you know, and he's just all over the place. And But yet, uh, if, if I'm nice, if I do the right things, then I'm going to get rewarded with and he's watching presents. me and how is he watching yeah, me all the and, time and, <laughs> and there's you know, this naughty and nice list and i might be on a naughty list because i didn't brush my teeth and right. i think and i think Creepy. that's that's part of what why the on the other extreme parents want to run from it because right. that santa becomes kind of like jesus he right. becomes kind of like this judgmental god and Man, we just never did embrace that. And I, I, I think, parents, it would be good to not embrace the naughty and nice things, not embrace the judgment, but, you yeah. know, just and also not in, not totally embrace the commercialism of Christmas that we've got to compete with other parents to make sure our kids get the best toys so that they will be happy. Right. You know, that's basically what we're saying is, is that and Jesus just says, hey, Jesus says, don't judge. And Jesus says, don't let money be your God. And, and I think those are two great things to try to temper our enthusiasm for the commercialism of Christmas and our enthusiasm for Santa a little bit. Well, and so, and just to share a story from my childhood, I grew up, um, we were all about Santa Claus. I mean, my sister, my, my grandfather dressed up with Santa. He hired somebody to dress up as Santa. And I remember finding his Santa suit in the drawer in the, in one of their bedrooms and being devastated. How old were you? I don't remember. I mean, probably 
fifth grade. I mean, yeah. elementary school, for so you sure, upper elementary school. Oh, yes. And so I believed in Santa fully and completely and was devastated when Santa wasn't real. And then contrasted with that with I didn't even know that Jesus's birthday was about Christmas. I literally thought it was all about Santa. Or that Christmas was about Jesus's birthday. Did I say it wrong? <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> G- Christmas's birthday is a G- Christmas's birthday. Well, <laughs> Jesus's birthday is Christmas. Didn't know that till I was in middle school. <laughs> and so that's the contrast we're talking about. You've got one end of the scale where you're not going to do it at all. You're going to reject or you're going to go all in and not mention that it's about Jesus at all. And so where we want to meet is where we kind of met where we raised our family is kind of right there in the middle. Where, yeah. And I would even say in the middle, but towards the, um, towards the, not, not strict side, but towards the, um, uh, the more embracing Jesus side. You know, you've got the one side that embraces uh, Santa and commercialism. You got the other side that embraces Jesus, you know, and I, I think we're really kind of on the more towards the embracing Jesus, but also being able to adapt into the culture. Cause I mean, we definitely, what you, what you would say, Suzanne, is we, we played the Santa game. We played the Santa game and that's what it was. It was a game and how it would be, how it was a game is that we educated our kids. We told them who Santa was, that he actually was based on a real figure in the past, St. Nicholas. And um, I, I was even doing a little bit of research and have in the past too, but there's a great article um, in National Geographics that goes through the history of St. Nicholas who then evolved into Santa Claus and how he's celebrated on all the different continents and how he evolved into the fat red velvet clad you know old man that he is today and I just think that information empowers yeah, we have a link to that article in our uh, in our in the, in the podcast, podcast notes. notes. Um, and it really is interesting, too. And I think, Suzanne, you did a great job of this, but um, is to say, you know, that St. Nicholas was this generous, kind, you know, and, and when Real we saw person and to so care we would children. go see the Santas at the mall or whatever, and we would sit on their laps and get their pictures and all the things that you, you know, you do at, at the mall or whatever. And but yet, you know, and you would always tell them, hey, guys. That's that Santa is a reminder for us to be kind and generous like Jesus is. Right. It, it, that that, you know, well, how come there's a different one here than at the other place? And, you know, and and rather than get into all those things, it, it's just because they're helpers. They're all helpers. They're all representatives. Representatives. Exactly. Yeah. And so um, and that really worked well that um, that and it allowed us to really focus on the Jesus part of Christmas, that there are similarities between Santa and Jesus, but we can also bring in Jesus into the, into the picture. Yeah, because I think that the, I mean, I know that the world has it way out of balance. And so Santa, it's all about Santa. You see Santa everywhere. And so for me, I tried to out of balance at the opposite way. And so I filled our house full of nativity scenes. And so you have, Oh my goodness. You can't <laughs> imagine how many nativity scenes we have. I think it, we counted one year. Do you remember a couple uh, years ago yeah. I had a contest and they it's had like to go through and find 4,781 <laughs> or something. Was it like that? I don't think it hit the I thousand sli- mark, but it might've hit I the sleep hundred with mark. manger scenes in December. <laughs> I think. <laughs> Um, I just wanted my kids to, and I know that the manger scene's not actually historically accurate, but I wanted them to be reminded that Christmas is about Jesus, and it is the beginning of Jesus's life here on earth, and that's what I wanted us to celebrate. And so we did some other things, too. Do you remember? Yeah, and before we go to that, I just want you to think, 
so that doesn't mean you have to go buy a bunch of manger scenes. But what are you? But after do? Christmas, they're on sale. That's true. And <laughs> and Hobby Lobby the whole month of December, they're on sale as well. <laughs> but so what what happens is is that your kids are walking. Our kids were walking through the house. And they were constantly reminded of manger scenes. You know, maybe you have Christmas scripture through your house, or maybe you play Christmas music, whatever it is that suits your family, you know, pray about it. And, and what Suzanne was brilliant with is, is doing a theme that reminded the kids of Jesus. You know, you also did... So if you have a whole bunch of Santas in your house, then I would challenge you to rebalance it a little bit. My mom was really big into snowman, which was great, It's but it's not Jesus. And so I do encourage you to do... Even if it's coloring pictures, have your kids color pictures of manger scenes and put one in the bathroom and one in the hallway or or whatever that is. So just uh, just to rebalance it if you've got yeah. it out of balance. You know, when our kids were little, we did um, birthday parties for Jesus. Uh, you know, we would have a big birthday party and and you know around. When did we do that? Was it around? They were Christmas little, or was yeah, it? Yeah, it was definitely. I mean, sometimes it was Christmas Day. I and mean, sometimes was, we would invite kids over right. and we'd have a birthday party, party for party. Jesus. Yeah, we'd have a birthday party for Jesus. Yeah. Um, and so introducing things and, you know, maybe this is a time when you, um, uh, do things as a family and you give to someone, you know, in order to, you know, now we can be, Hey, just like Santa gives and, you know, and and we want to be givers. We want to be, but also, Hey, God tells us to give and you're, you're, you're weaving things in that are Jesus related throughout the holidays. Yeah. So what I would do, what we would do is if we did a Santa thing, then we would make sure we did a Jesus thing, you know, and then if we wanted to be super on top of what we do, another Jesus thing. So if we sat down and we wrote the little note to Santa and left cookies out for him, then we also read the Christmas story, you know, and then we prayed, you know, for each other as a family or whatever that is. And so that's just how you counteract the world and what the world says to do. It's how you are in the world, but you don't do what the world does you include the God stuff, the Jesus stuff. And we're going to do another podcast a little bit later in the month about the the presence and what to do with presence. Next week, actually. Is that next week? That's okay. next so week. So you got you to gotta wait and listen to that. <laughs> so we're not going to talk about presence today. We're going to talk about that exclusively uh, next week. But, you know, how to handle the the commercialism and things like that and how to do some things that, that make presence even be. Because let's go back to... Uh, you know what we what we said about Halloween too is that right Christmas holidays need to be need to be relational. That well, it's a place of connection. When you say relational, that's a place where we connect with the relationships in our lives. And when we let the world and the distractions of the world and the commercialism of the world distract us from those relationships, then we are going to be out of balance. And mm-hmm. we are going. So what Suzanne's doing and what. I participated and she was kind of the Christmas driver in so many ways. And, and, you know, that may happen in your home too, that someone may be more of the driver of the We're Christmas. We're actually going to talk about that the third week. We are? Yeah. About well, I didn't the, even know that. Yeah, no, yes, you did. It was your Maybe idea. Oh, but, it was my idea. It's yes. so good. <laughs> the connection in the chaos of, of, of the holidays. Oh, Christmas. that's true. But that's more about marriage. I know, but who, who's going to be driving Christmas, the husband or the wife? Oh, that's true. That is a marriage topic. <laughs> I'm so brilliant. I didn't even know I, I didn't even know I, I connected all that together. So thanks for we doing that We have a great December lined up for that's you. That's right. We have a great <laughs> December lined up for you with podcasts. Podcast, but so let's so, wrap this one up. Yeah, let's wrap this one up with. Uh, so I wanted to wrap it up with what she, what we were saying is, make sure you're relational. You know that um, it's not about some, uh, you know, 
Santa that's going to make us be nice and let's drive behavior. You know, I know parents that have used that for like three months before Christmas. Well, you know, if you don't do that, Santa's not going to give you any presents. Well, come on, really? Are you really not going to get them presents? I mean, let's don't use Christmas as a manipulative tool, nor get caught up in the commercialism of it. But we can embrace the culture a little bit. Um, unless you're driven not to, which is also okay, but you know, there's just different ways you got to handle that. Let's move towards making it about Jesus. However we make it about Jesus, let's make it relational. And the more you're going to go to the Jesus side of things and, and away from the world, actually the more relational you need to be because you're, you're, when you separate from the world, you better do it with relationship or you're going to alienate your kids. Um, so, you know, that's what our scripture says. We believe that Jesus teaches us to be in the world, but not of the world. But, but that means we don't run from the world, but we embrace the world, what the world has to offer. But we put it into Jesus's perspective so that our kids understand the relationship that comes to Jesus and the relationship that comes with family. And so, hey, I hope your Christmas season's going well. And I hope that you are uh, not stressed, too much, too stressed. <laughs> and I hope that you'll come back next week when we talk about the presents and, the, and, and what to do with that. And, and then lavishness versus materialism. Ah, yes. Next she, week. See you then. She's got it down so well. <laughs> hey, go be crazy, parents. CrazyCoolFamily.com.